0: feeling stuck sucks it's disempowering we feel isolated and we may make decisions that don't serve us or our loved ones your coaches laura and ryan are here to help together yes that includes you let's get unstuck this is the fit fusion podcast Welcome to another episode of Fit Well Fusion. We are going to talk today about intermittent fasting. This is Ryan and I'm Lotta and we're your hosts. Hello. (laughs) So, Ryan, should we just jump into it? Do you want to explain to us what intermittent fasting is or what fasting is in general?
1: Sure. I'll explain, of course, my understanding of the topic. Initially, I was introduced to it, of course, with the concept of fasting. And then now intermittent fasting has become quite popular because the difference is really that fasting is typically associated with longer term. So maybe you would fast for a, a full day or two days, or maybe you would do a religious fast, which is very common and used to be very common in the past. I believe the Christians have kind of removed it for the most part, but most religions have fasting incorporated somehow, in some way. And um, intermittent fasting is a bit more of sort of a lifestyle choice in terms of trying to help yourself with digestion, with cravings, just your attitude towards food, with habits, um, not just being able to open the fridge and grab whatever's in there at all times of the day. It's time-restricted eating basically so an example a very common example of intermittent fasting is a 16-8 so 16 hours of fasting not eating at all and eight hours of eating now there's <laughs> many Yay! Know, sounds amazing. eight hours straight <laughs> no but see it gets it gets really complicated because then you can start talking about what you can do during the fasting window what what liquids can you drink you know and what really means fasting so it depends how strict you want to be but I guess really in the strictest form intermittent fasting would be only water during those 16 hours nothing else
0: yeah there's actually a couple options of intermittent fasting so you have the one I think that's the most common as, at, lo, uh, at least from my understanding 16 hours of fast and 8 hours of food intake Obviously not the whole time. Then you have the 18 hours and 6 hours food window. And then there's also one 20 hours and then only 4 hours of eating. That's the intermittent option. You also have the ones where you go from sunrise to sunset. Which I found really surprising. Because that when are they eating? Just at night? That was interesting for me. (laughs) And then you have the uh, sunset to sunrise one of course which makes sense right you're just like okay i'm only eating when the sun comes up obviously you're gonna get a lot more food in the winter depending where you live so that was another really interesting one to me and then you have the day option and i think the three-day option they call a monk fast
1: what she's describing um are usually if you download an app that uh, an intermittent fasting app if you just search intermittent fasting in uh in an app store you'll see so many options Uh, i just want to mention two quickly because uh, zero z-e-r-o z-e-r-o um that one's very popular and it's pretty good um i found one actually called sunrise fasting
0: that's the one i use yeah
1: she uses that one and I find their uh, their history better. It shows you better, um, you know, your past week and the fasting windows you had.
0: Oh, it's amazing! It shows you your streaks. It shows you how long you've been doing it. You can actually look at the calendar. It shows you when you've been fasting. So I looked the other day. It said, "Oh my God, you have 240 fasts logged." And I was like, "Whoa, boy, this a lot."
1: So a link to those apps is in the description. We're not affiliated in no, any way but uh, those are just i mean you can pick from 200 apps basically
0: yeah exactly it's just to give you an idea of what we would be using
1: or your clock app literally just set your timer and press start it's up to you
0: yeah actually um there's also there's also people like if you have a very very regular schedule you all well pretty much always get up at the same time you can also just have your designated eating windows you always get up at seven you always eat at eight and then you always, I don't know, have your dinner at... Um, okay, now my mathematics is failing me. When would you have to stop eating for that?
1: For what, a 16 hour? Yeah. Well, 8 to 4.
0: Yeah, okay. You would so, have
1: to stop eating by 4.
0: Okay, thanks. Ryan's <laughs> much better at math than I am. But yeah, so that you could just have your designated times. And if for some reason your life is very scheduled, you don't even need a timer. You just know... It's always those times. Oh, we'll that was talk too. about
1: those times in, a, in a, a bit later.
0: Yeah, exactly. So the reason, but some people might think, why would I actually fast? Like, why would I not want to eat food? I mean, honestly, I think I can speak for both of us. We both love food. Like, we're we're really very passionate about food. We love to do little movie snacks. But we're also very passionate about eating healthy and especially for me i have found that having this longer pause it helps me sleep much better at night i get that sensation of my body can first digest get everything out and then calm down and be like okay we can take a rest from digestion and then also it helps for me as well with some um, just food take food intake balance of not overeating, not having access to food the whole day, because, yeah, if I'm not very mindful of it, I could be snacking the whole day. And I don't want that. But if I have the fasting in mind, I'm like, okay, let's limit this down, let's be more mindful. And I get way more appreciative of the food when I can eat it. That breakfast, or I actually do lunch, because I usually start fasting around 4 or 5 p.m., so then I'm allowed to eat... Around nine or ten AM, so I just sometimes skip bref- breakfast to lunch. But that food that you first then eat is like, oh yeah, you're really just celebrating that so much more. And yeah, I
1: I do agree with that. I agree. it It gives a little more respect to the food you're eating um, because I, I commonly don't have that much respect, and I just whatever's in the fridge, I'm just constantly just going at it without um, really being conscious of what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, so, you know, I hear that sound all the time. And I know, oh, right, it's at the fridge again. I mean, it makes sense. Or just
1: standing there staring, I'm sure. Whoever, <laughs> you listening have stood there staring at the fridge. And then after 30 seconds, you're kind of like, what am I doing?
0: Yeah, yeah. And then it's also really interesting to seeing a day where you really mindfully choosing what you eat you might even have it planned out um versus a day where just you're just going with a gut feeling or your your cravings and you're just opening and closing and then that constant food intake lets you to also eat more I believe um yeah other than that I also found energy d- demands are much higher during the day right we're way more active so when do you need the food In the morning, during the day, but you don't need it to go to sleep. So it makes sense to actually get the food in before 8 p.m. And then in order for your body to actually be able to use it. And as well, um, for example, for us, we like a good movie at night. And oh boy, those chances we like to snack something with that movie are high. So for us, it has helped that a lot. Okay, so you mentioned that before, but what are the rules about fasting? Ooh.
1: The rules? Yeah. In terms of
0: what is allowed.
1: What is allowed during the fasting window? Mm-hmm. Well, that depends who you ask and how strict you wanna be. If you wanna be part there's many fasting communities online, you could join people in their group fasting. Um but if you just want to do it on your own, um, the you set the rules, in my opinion, it, unless you want to, like I said, you want to speak to people who are doing and who have done it and who have had better success one way or the other. If you want to get a little more scientific, you can dig into all that. But essentially, the purpose is to restrict the calories to as little as possible or none so that... The digestion process is you're basically allowed to clear clear the pipes, basically. <laughs> your digestion gets a break because basically if you're, if you're digesting 24 hours a day, um, a lot of energy is going into the digestion. It doesn't mean that there's zero digestion going on at all. It just means that it's easier and your body has a chance to do things like balance hormones and reduce inflammation and do other things. It never really had a break to take care of.
0: Because and it was constantly doing, um, what's it, called? Uh, it was constantly digesting it was everything digesting, in the And yeah. then
1: that food that you're digesting affects your hormones, your chemicals. It And then everything has to be regulated again. The blood sugar comes up, comes down, and the body has to constantly monitor that. The pH balance is very important. So, giving your body a chance to just be sort of stable and calm and nothing's coming in, nothing's going out. We're just, we're just work. We're just cleaning things up. It's, it's kind of nice.
0: No, just kind of. It's really, it's just like a break and it's very refreshing. But yeah, honestly, I would say in terms of rules, that is really up to you. And I would say always, if, you doing a fast, even if it's not 100% strict, is much better than you not doing a fast because you're like, oh my God. And personally, I drink, for example, a tea in the morning. I heard of other people drinking a coffee, even with a little, like the little, little bit of either milk or maybe even a little bit of um, coconut oil if you want to make it bulletproof. Yes, it's a couple calories. It's very little. But honestly, if that leads you to actually fasting and maintaining... Who cares
1: you just said it the best type of fasting the best fast is, is the, the one, one you're gonna you do. do yes because it's the same when we design workout programs it's for people the best yes. one is the one they're going to do if they're not going to do it if you're not going to do it then all that energy is going to nothing or it's too overwhelming to even begin so start with something that seems very simple even like lotta mentioned the sundown to sunrise fast Uh, pick a very short window don't go to bed hungry i have a few uh rules that, that i mentioned at the end i'll mention for myself just five rules so i won't get into that right now
0: but yeah so just um start slow um which actually leads me to believe i read a great book that helped me a lot um it's called Two Meals a Day by Mark Sisson and he incorporates the ideologically of fasting as well as he also says we only technically need two meals a day. Um, so he, he gets a bit more. You don't necessarily have to limit it down to two meals but he was talking about especially if you're new try 10 hours at first or even start with just your sleep just your sleep and then the next day you might extend it you might just extend it longer and longer and see how you adjust to that and then you can start tweaking your diet because there's a high chance at first if you're not quite sure and you're not quite experienced you might fast a bit longer but then you're cramming everything you normally eat into that window and <laughs> oh I did that don't don't worry don't feel silly about that. I did that before. It's um, it's very common, but obviously it's not going to help you
1: much. We should mention that it is very possible to do intermittent fasting, something like 16 off, 8 on and gain weight. Mm-hmm. Because if you pack in 5,000 calories in 8 hours or 6,000, 7,000, then <laughs> you... You've got too many calories coming in and just cuz you didn't eat for 16 hours it's not going to make much of a difference. I mean it might be better than just having calories all day long, but it's not necessarily a weight loss strategy.
0: Yeah, and um I also had that because I've been that book as well mentions that you can then if you're really adamant about no sorry, if adamant. you're really adamant, yeah about um fasting you can do the 16 hour fast and then you can throw in a day fast once in a while maybe once a week or maybe twice a week and sometimes that worked great for me and some days I did that I felt great one day fasting and the next day my body was like okay we're eating and then the next signal, signal was like okay let's prevent us from starving and I was just so out of it with the cravings so sometimes it really backfires and that's okay you just gotta treat yourself with you know with compassion being like okay maybe that didn't work the way i wanted it um because it is helpful if you're actually eating whole foods and healthy while you're while you're eating especially Sisson talks about the um the carb addiction and that if you're just hooked on carbs because you're eating carbs all day long it's going to be harder for you to fast your body's going to demand more carbs and um, he actually suggests to first get off of carbs more to then be able to fast and get into that state of ketosis
1: yeah so ketosis and carbs we're going to talk about that in an episode another episode Because depending on the person, they might require a little more carbs than others. They might feel better with a little more. So telling everybody to just cut out the carbs might actually be a bit of a dangerous statement as well. It's really the whole, everything, all all these concepts. It's really about listening to your body, feeling it out for yourself, and knowing what the truth is for yourself. And that's what helps transform you and empower you To become your own health advocate, which is our ultimate goal.
0: Yeah, exactly. That—that's what he just calls a carb addiction, and that's why. Oh, it's real. (laughs) It—it is. We experienced. On the other hand, yes, we don't want to say never eat any carbs. Don't eat rice at all. It is very, very personal. Ryan and I don't always eat the same thing. We also have different methods about fasting. I had a while where if I stopped my fast too early, I'd go almost mental like it was just really hard for me so i had to tweak it he would stop at around 2 p.m i believe and i would stop around 5 because that was just working better for me so it's just really you have to feel what's going on what feels good for you what can you actually do but it's always a good option to cut out the processed foods and the snacks the the sweets the candies while you're your fasting and your actual eating period, because it's going to help you anyways. It's going to make fasting much, much
1: easier. Yeah, so I would say intermittent fasting could go really well with some some dietary changes to improve your diet. So if you're already thinking of making some dietary changes, and it's not too overwhelming to incorporate intermittent fasting, they might go really well together, and it might help limit your cravings and help you be more successful with that diet you're trying to achieve and also like we said earlier you get to have a respect for the food you're eating you slow down you enjoy the fact that you're about to eat a meal and and you respect whatever's on that plate a lot more at least you're doing you're eating more consciously in my opinion
0: and also some of these things they sound quite overwhelming when you want to start them but um one of our coaches Paul Cech actually has a really cool philosophy he says if you want to implement changes go with one percent better each day it's like a really small thing you can do so let's say you're currently addicted to something for some reason you eat three three sweets or something um, you call them candies here Uh, three candies a day or I don't know some example and then cut it out You know, next day it's two and a half. Next day maybe it's only two. So you just go slowly. You don't have to be like, boom, tomorrow all healthy. Do that for two days and then be like, okay, we have to abandon the mission because it's not working. But just go slowly. Actually, I also believe that fasting has to do more with with a mindset, actually. I think it's very healthy for people to try it and just test their mindset. Can I be 16 hours without food? That also connects us back to how our ancestors used to live, right? They didn't have fridges. And if they wouldn't be able to find stuff or hunt stuff, they couldn't actually get food. So it's not that you need to put yourself into a survival situation, but it's more that go back to the roots and just feel a little bit more like, how did our ancestors live? I always get that feeling, too, when I'm camping. And actually, that's a great example. Food's very limited when you're camping.
1: But... When it comes to carbohydrates, that's part of why there's an issue now. Carbohydrates are cheap to produce compared to proteins and fats. And historically, humans have put so much value on carbohydrate-rich foods. When we find it, we we just eat as much as we can. And now it's so readily available. That's the real problem, that we've still got this brain that's telling us oh my god look at all that survival food just sitting there let's pack it all in because we might not have it tomorrow but the reality is a lot of a lot of people um in different areas of the planet do have access to way too much
0: but it really sometimes i don't know if you experienced that before but sometimes your brain really is on that survival mode and it just tells you you are starving and just eating like your belly might actually be really full and your brain is like no we're definitely starving we need to pack this up it's it's very strange sometimes what's going on in the body so just taking that and it's a rather manageable mindset challenge I'd say 16 hours is not the end of the world for example when I personally one day is fine I can do a day without major problems but if I go over a day I am At least for now, I'm working towards that, extending that. But um, right now, one and a half days and I'm so done. I just sit here or lie there sleeping and get so tired. My whole system shuts down and I'm pretty shocked. So... Apparently, for myself, my mindset stops at one and a half days of fasting.
1: Of completely fasting.
0: Yeah, completely fasting. And that is why I found the intermittent fasting to be so helpful, because it, because it is just so much more doable.
1: That's one of the reasons I love it, because I had tried those. I tried multiple fasts, three days, seven days, 14 days.
0: You actually did those?
1: Yeah. Fourteen? and Ooh. Yeah, and felt... Horrible. It depends on the person. Some people do really well on that, but I just couldn't believe how horrible I felt right from the beginning and it never went away. Um, and it took a while to recover once I start, started eating again. So the intermittent fasting has never given me that feeling and it doesn't overwhelm me.
0: I have heard from people that if you do a longer, let's say a week fast, that the day three and four up till then, it's apparently really hard. And after that, it's supposed to get better. Honestly, I never gotten past that stage. Didn't happen to me. No. Um, it really, maybe, maybe there a good option is to again go slow, try a day. Next time you try a day and a half and take little breaks in between. Next thing, try two days. But honestly, once I was just more. Strict with my sixteen eighty and uh, sixteen eight, it just works so much better. I didn't actually have the desire to do a full day, maybe just one day as a mind cha- mindset challenge. But right, you wanna tell us more about your methods? What you use to make fasting work?
1: I just wrote down five things specifically that I I use uh, five tips. So my method. Number one, I use an app just because you can look historically, at least for someone with my personality, it works to look back, see how often a week you do it, set yourself a goal of maybe twice a week, whatever you want to start with, and then look how that month went and use an app so you can review that later and say, oh, look at that, I actually did that. Because otherwise, it might just be kind of random you don't really know if when you start and when you stop. You're not setting any definitions. So setting definition, clearly defining a goal scientifically makes it uh, more attainable. Really, it does. And with certain personality types, using an app like something simple like that or even writing it down on a piece of paper is a great start. Uh, Another tip is finding the right window that works for you, the time window. So the 16-8 window that works for me is 4 p.m. to 8 a.m. I want to eat breakfast when I wake up. I don't want to eat at noon, but some people could care less in the morning. And they'll totally skip breakfast, and they'll go all the way until noon, but they don't want to go without their dinner. So picking the window that feels right for you Especially if you're fasting with someone else, maybe allow yourself to have a different window than they have.
0: Yeah, actually, that's what we started doing then because I'm exactly that person. I like to push it more in the morning. I don't wake up. I'm I'm not very hungry. I'm not very excited for breakfast. So I am fine usually starting at 10 a.m. to eat or maybe 11 or 12. So we do sometimes have different... um, time windows and especially we had a longer period now where Rai was not fasting and I was fasting and I just skipped breakfast he made it for himself in the morning and then sometimes it worked that we had lunch together and we just did it that way because I can assure I can assure you then when at two hours after Rai's breakfast if I'm like hey I'm gonna make my, myself some food are you hungry he's gonna be like yep I can eat
1: it's always a yup. <laughs> So number three for me is do not carb load before the time window begins. So if my time window starts at four and I stop eating at four at 355, I don't try to pile in 2000 calories in some massive meal, especially with carbs. Even if somebody can do okay with carbs, the reason is because it spikes the blood glucose and then the insulin is released depending on your pancreas. Um, and then you might get a dip in blood sugar and then you get, might get a craving. A few hours later, all of a sudden, it's 6 p.m., 7 p.m. It feels like dinner time and you have this craving and that might not go away until you sleep. So I try to limit the carbs in the final, at the end of the window, for myself. And number four is don't go overboard. What I mean is don't fast for 30 days in a row after when you've never inter- done intermittent fasting before. Don't set yourself a, a ridiculous goal because it's probably unattainable. And if it's attainable, you probably never do it again because it was too overwhelming. And you're going to associate that pattern of behavior with something you don't want to do again, and you might never fast again. So find something that's attainable, maybe even cut it in half, and then if it's way too easy... Maybe then double it up and uh, instead of one fast a week, do two fasts a week, but really go slow and make it something that can fit into your lifestyle without impacting your social life, without impacting your moods, because maybe if you have a partner and you get hungry, you might get, what is it? Mark calls it hangry. Yeah. You might get hangry and just start being angry for you don't realize why
0: hungry and angry because
1: your hormones are off and or you're hungry and uh, last tip was don't obsess over the times and the days so if you start your app timer and it's gone you know you're doing a 16 hour and you've done 15 hours and 34 minutes and you're just sitting there like oh my god i you know just eat. It's not the end of the world. Maybe next time do 16 and a half if you didn't even notice. It's not it doesn't have to be exactly on the nose. Good you got it. If that encourages you to do it better, that's fine. If you're if you're really competitive that way and you want that, that's fine. But if you obsess over saying I have to do it on Sunday, but oh, there's a wedding. What am I supposed to do? Just move that day. It's not a big deal. Make it something that you're going to keep doing. Otherwise, I guarantee you, you're not going to keep doing it.
0: Yeah, it's it's really, it's not like you have to do it seven days a week. Um, really go with what you like and what you can do. And it is, I really agree, it's very important to pick the days wisely because if you have a day and it's like a really stressful day or you have something super important to do and you're already stressed out about how am I going to eat, how am I going to organize all this it does not sound like a good day to fast and it is also okay to start a fast and realize two three four hours after that was a mistake i have deleted a lot of fasts because i thought it was a good idea and i realized then after it's not also um, expect especially the first times sometimes i had that that i would be fine in the evening and then in the night when I would wake up, I'd be pretty hungry. So for me, that's okay. I'm never, I'm never really inclined to eat anything at night. But that could be a, an issue for people. Um, and obviously, it's not good to them be like, okay, well, I fasted now in the evening, but now I'm eating right at night and start to night snack. Like that wouldn't be a good uh, option.
1: Oh yeah, okay. I'm adding a number six here. Don't go to bed hungry because you're going to associate fasting with being miserable when you fall asleep. So, if I stop at 4 p.m., I don't feel hungry when I fall asleep, but some people might.
0: Yeah, sometimes I felt hungry before, but to be honest, it wasn't bad for me because I went sometimes because if you really are focusing on days or times when you're supposed to eat, you might actually eat Maybe even according to somebody else's schedule. And you're not really hungry. You're eating because it is the meal time. But your body's not giving you the hunger signal. So I have actually enjoyed the hunger in the evening sometimes. Because I had that feeling again. Because before sometimes I didn't necessarily have that feeling. But that's very personal. Not everybody enjoys that. And if it makes you not want to fall asleep. That is a big issue. So make it make it work don't you know don't kill yourself over it don't what's the word chastisize
1: don't yeah don't make it something that makes you put yourself down in any way so yeah, you know, don't set yourself a, an unattainable goal and then say well I'm lazy I can't do it that is the absolute wrong way to approach personal growth
0: exactly set yourself a goal where you can be like i'm proud of it and if you start with eight hours and then slowly go up that's perfect
1: and if you did it wrong don't be mad at yourself just forgive yourself for wanting to be mad at yourself and move on be compassionate with yourself not just with others
0: yeah it's a very important one yeah so i hope that you
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm signaling to wrap it up i'm wrapping a little box and then i've got Uh, the ribbon and i've got scissors and i'm just you know gets me every time yeah
0: yes so i hope that this insight on fasting helps you also for us to show our to to elaborate on our personal experiences maybe some tips here just some general idea for you why people do it how you can do it what to look out for And um, I really hope that we gave you some motivation to try it out yourself if you you would like that. And if you say, "Mm, I never want to try to fast, that's okay too. Not everything is for everybody.
1: I agree. It doesn't have to be for you at all. But this is kind of the point of the podcast. We're just exposing you to a bunch of different concepts. If you want to explore more, there's always going to be some links in our description for further information for example to maybe to mark sisson's book something like that or the apps that we mentioned but if it's not for you then no need to check that out then move on to an episode that resonates with you
0: yes so we thank you a lot for listening to us and hope we'll hear each other on the next episode
1: okay bye
0: bye Thank you so much for being here. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite listening platform. There's more to us than the podcast. Your community awaits you in our free Facebook group. Click the link in the description to join the conversation now. You can also follow and connect to us on social media. Thank you again so, so much for listening. We really appreciate your time and support. With love, Lada and Ryan.